about the when you learn how to drive a stick shift. I think that's oh yeah. Topic. Okay, cool. Yeah, bring that back. When did you learn how to drive a stick? Well, I don't. I think that a number of people taught me here and there, mm-hmm. and it took a while to mm-hmm. stick. But there was kind of like a <laughs> pun. My uh, my brother when my brother got married. I didn't really know how to drive a stick shift very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was also the best man there at his wedding. Mm-hmm. And so, you know me, Smalls. And maybe Dude, Chris, you've been a best man? That's cool. Maybe you know this, Chris, but Smalls definitely knows. Like, I, I, I'm not the kind of guy who likes to go up there and give a speech, you know? So I was really nervous about this, this whole wedding because I had to do that. I had to do the speech. And, like... They drop this on me when I get there, when I'm already nervous. They're like, mm. what we need you to do is drive my brother's car from where they're having the wedding to where they're having the reception. Mm. What oh, kind wow. of car yeah. was it? And the car was, I think it was like a Toyota Corolla or something, oh, but it was a stick shift. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't really know how to drive a stick shift very well. Barely forgiving. Yeah, they're yeah. probably more forgiving than some other cars i i test drove what well i don't know man like the hardest one that i found other than the volkswagen microbus was uh, i test drove a bmw and i test drove a volkswagen and the german way of uh doing a stick shift is a little strange yeah it can vary from car to car anyway yeah how how was the uh how was the corolla well I was bad enough at it that I feel like that weekend, that wedding weekend, we had to do like a refresher course. Like, I don't know who taught me again, but like, all right, this oh. is how you drive a stick shift. You're going to have to drive the stick shift from here to there. And um, mm-hmm. what made it even crazier was I had to, on that drive, I had to drive the, the guy, like the minister, the guy mm-hmm. who, oh. he wasn't really a minister, I don't think, but he was the guy who did the whole officiating um, of the wedding. Yeah, I think he was like an English teacher or something. I don't know. He was a cool guy, but it just raised the stress level. It was like, you have to take oh. this guy and like two other like important people from the wedding to the reception, got to drive the, the, the manual. And that day, it turned out it was just like raining. So it was like I was driving in Kansas oh. City. I don't even know Kansas City very well. And I'm driving Casey. like... 30 minutes from this place to that place in a car and a stick shift. I don't even know how to drive a stick shift. And when I get there, I have to do a speech. <laughs> so the wow, stress is on, man. Dude. Well, so was the it good stress, or bad? Was, it, oh, yeah, bad. you know, the the drive probably took away. I, I definitely wasn't thinking about giving the speech when I was, like, trying to do all this other stuff. So, Dude, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Were you planning on having, like, a couple little nips before you started talking? No. Was this, like... Oh no! Really? Okay. All right. So yeah, the speech wasn't that great either. So were you giving a speech at the reception, or you were giving a speech at the church? No, the reception. Yeah. Okay. Your best man type of. Okay. Well, you can always say raise a glass, then, right? You should be able to take the edge off just a touch. Hopefully. Well, I didn't though. It was raining, and like, but when I. When I finally got us all there, it was just like time to go on. It's like you're on. What took you guys so long to get here? I don't know. It was like uh, uh, it felt uh, like it was rushed, and it was I don't know. Just had to. Yeah. 
You should, dude. You know what? You should ask your brother about that. He'll probably say that was like the best thing. You know what? He probably has a completely different perception of of that than you. I bet. Yeah. Possibly. But I don't know. I mean, maybe he'd say like, "Yeah, like I don't know what Dylan was doing. He couldn't drive the car and then just beat the shitty." I mean, maybe he'll say the same thing. I mean, who knows? I didn't wreck the car or anything. I mean, I got us there. Okay. Gave the little. So you didn't crash your brother's car. That's good. I think I did all right, really. I think you came out successful. I've never, I've never known you to to be like, uh, like, terrible behind the wheel of any car that I've ever seen you drive. Yeah, I didn't know how to drive a stick though. I mean, that's what the whole thing was about, like driving a stick. It was like trying to maybe. So did you grind any gears or anything? Or is that is that you can kind of figure it out? It was raining. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I did all right. I don't know if I grinded gears. Does he still have the car? Can you still drive it? Is, is it still around? Oh. Well, someone still has it probably, right? It's a Corolla or a Camry, he said. Some sort of Japanese vehicle. Yeah. yeah, you guys are big with the Toyotas in your family. Not me. I like the Hondas. Oh, yeah. I like the Hondas as well, too. I like I both. I've ever owned a Toyota. Oh, no, I've never owned a Toyota. I've owned a Honda. I've owned it. Jeez. Yeah, I guess I never have it on Twitter. Both American, German, and Japanese, but I think Toyota's too feminine for me. Oh, you think so? Yeah, they're well, too... maybe now, but they didn't used to be. I would, right. I would. The Porsche nine five nine Hoek. You should look that up. Okay. Um, Jerry Seinfeld and like Steve Jobs or someone, I don't know, some rich fucks like figured out a way to basically bend the laws to get these cars that they wanted. Specifically yeah, like rich to... people do. I bet yeah. Jay Leno's in on that. Probably. I would have done it too if I wanted one of those. Yeah, cars. I, I, I plan to do it once I'm rich. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Once I have the means, I'll do it too. I think right now though, um, well, because there was, there was a big thing with people importing like skylines in the, yeah you were uh, telling me America. about that the other day so skyline chili or not the other day yeah, but but like yeah, I, I remember yeah. i saw a skyline um somewhere yeah. and it, like in la or something like that and you you had yeah. mentioned like oh well it has to be before a certain date or it's illegal yeah. or something right i think they have to be like 25 years old or so um and yeah uh yeah it's weird well yeah it's just bullshit i guess i don't know well we don't have like bullshit uh, man well we don't have uh what's it called like peugeot's and um what is that what's that other one uh search of the sea yeah oh citron citron yeah Yeah. so we so if you wanted one of those you couldn't you couldn't buy one in france and then have it shipped over recording now we are recording not a new one yeah okay no you couldn't buy you couldn't buy a new one and bring it over but you could buy an old one I forget what the law is. It's like 25 years old or so. And then you can bring it over. Oh, okay. That's a really weird thing. You can't even thing. buy a car from Canada and bring it. Like, it's... Can you get a wood-grained uh, um, station wagon from anywhere? You can just get one of those. Those are There's plenty of those in America. Can I <laughs> get one from um, Austria? The uh, family trucks, sure. Like a... Uh... 
like on vacation. Um, an yeah. from an Austrian. Would yeah, I want an Austrian one with like pine, like fake pine on the side. What cars mm-hmm. do they build in Austria? I don't know. I'm hoping station wagons with fake pine. That's what I want. I don't think they build. I, mean, I don't think there's a, a, a Australian car manufacturer, is there? Or Austrian? Austrian? I don't know. I it's mean, not... do they build like BMWs there? There's got to be. There's got to be something. I'm assuming they build BMWs there. They probably build Mercedes there as well in Austria. Before MASH, right? Hogan's Heroes was before MASH, yeah. MASH didn't come on till okay. the 70s. Well, I guess that if you think about it chronologically, the Hogan's Heroes was based on World War II and MASH was based on Korea. Yeah. So based on that, you oh, could yeah. be like, well, obviously. But yeah, I mean, Hogan's Heroes was in the <laughs> 60s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Yeah. But I'm just saying, mean, like, I don't mean when it was set. I mean, when it was I mean, the level of sensitivity. I mean, it, uh, uh, before you could have a comedy about a war, a certain amount of time has to pass. Uh-huh. Like, you can't have War on Terror, <clears throat> yeah. a comedy sitcom right now, because we're still in it. But maybe 20 oh, years yeah. from now, torture camps and stuff like that, people will be poking fun at it. Oh, geez. Yeah. What What's going to be our next? Geez. You could make a funny show about it, though. <sighs> yeah, you could. But oh yeah, I guess Vietnam is the last thing you can make a show about, right? Have you? I mean, Vietnam was until was like nineteen seventy three or something. Was Vietnam eighteen wasn't yeah. a why comedy necessary. Why, why is that a thing though? Why is that a thing? Why do they Wait, do why that? Is, Just making a comedy around an, like a war. It's it's such a weird thing to me. Well, I don't think that they like, did. I've it always in hated Mash. I've always hated Mash because it's <laughs> such a weird. Isn't, Mash isn't even a comedy though. Exactly. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, not exactly. Mash dealt with some heavy shit, kind of. Oh, Hogan's so it's like a drama. Was, well, yeah, Mash was a drama. Hogan's Heroes okay. was definitely. Huh? Yeah, Mash. Well, I mean, Mash Hogan's had some funny elements to it, but I didn't really watch Mash. Maybe I've watched part of it, but there's. I, I think there might be a laugh track on it. And then what's his name? Al Alden. Yeah. He's like dressing in drag and stuff like that. It's supposed to be for like comic effect. Like I don't think. He, so I think yeah. that it's supposed to be there funny, were, but the yeah. idea behind having yeah, it was kind of a comedy. People died, and it was it was based on a, like a, a medical camp. Like, yeah, did but you ever was listen it, to the? Was there a laugh track though? That's a big thing. There's laugh tracks on every show though in the seventies. Yeah, well, not, you know but, I mean? there was those. Well, every so like Archie Bunker, that's kind of a serious show. I mean, there's not really an ardent racist. Uh, yeah. You throw a laugh track under it, and it's like, oh yeah, we're poking fun at this yeah. guy. But really, you know what if he's saying something, podcast is missing is a laugh. Well, sure. that's that's a little bit of presentism, though, too. The, the, um, the reason maybe, that Mash and Hogan's yeah, Heroes people. could be comedified, I think that people were able to distance themselves from that. Well, no, Hogan's Heroes was supposed to be fun. If you if say you were in one it of those was, wars, you wanted to find something that that you could sort of identify with. But make the enemy seem ridiculous. But that was what was great about Hogan's Heroes. Heroes Was if you were in a war and there was a show that made your enemy in that war seem like complete idiots, then it would be more desirable to watch as a comedy than if it was like a serious show. So that's kind of how it works. I mean, Hogan's Heroes, yeah. I mean, there, there were like German foils in that show that were like comedic props. They were just stupid. Yeah, exactly. But, but Mash didn't have anything like that. Yeah, yeah, Mash didn't have like some Korean, some South Korean guy walking yeah. in 
you know, like a complete parody, like um, Mickey Rooney in yeah. uh, Breakfast at uh, Tiffany's. He wasn't walking okay. in there, like uh, putting on yellow face or whatever they call it, and just acting ridiculous like that. Yeah, that didn't exist. But yeah, but, even though like yeah, in Hogan, the one Nazi commander or whatever, and his fat, stupid sidekick, they were total. Yeah, the the, the characters they played were ridiculous. And there was nothing like that in May. Well, I can't think of any other war-based sitcoms uh, that that were successful. I mean, yeah. can you guys think of any? I mean, I know there was like F Troop, which was like supposed to be based on like the Civil War, bit. but there was like westerns and stuff like that. I mean, but uh, yeah. everything is like um, romanticized in that stuff. Like you could have a western, or you could have a show about Davy Crockett and have it be co- comedic, because there's people that are far enough detached from it that you could kind of try and find humor in it. But if it's too close to you, um, what do they say? Uh, comedy is pain plus time. Somebody tripping over uh, uh, Ottoman. And it's funny because it's like, oh, wow, you know, that's I'm detached from it. You're laughing at this guy or something like that. Someone buying a Volkswagen bus. Exactly. Someone buying a Volkswagen bus. The whole, the whole thing, though, like, was that too soon? Was, you know, the whole, like comedic somebody says something about a an event oh too soon that's like a cliche too soon it is yeah because that's the whole thing it's like you gotta you gotta add the time before it's funny yeah that's true well i think it works sometimes as long as it's not personal about the assassination of lincoln say too soon yeah, now you can. That's like fair game now. There's like all sorts of jokes around that. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, it, and it also depends on like how close you are to the situation. Like, I remember this was in, uh, I think it was like South Park, the South Park movie. Steve Irwin came to Satan's birthday party or something oh, like that. Yeah. Steve Irwin had like the stingray in his chest and he came to yeah. the door and he was like, oh, I'm here for the party. And he was like, oh, that costume's too soon. And he's like, no, I'm really Steve Irwin. And he's like, well, then you're not wearing a costume. Get out of here. Yeah, that was hilarious. Jeez, that was a yeah, that was an edgy joke. That was funny. Yeah, Satan. Satan is turning people away from his party, saying too soon, too soon. But it <laughs> wasn't actually a costume, and then so Satan still turns him away because he's not wearing a costume. Yeah. See, so I don't know whether that joke was what too that, soon or not. But it's from South Park. I don't know whether it was the South Park movie or whether it was the t- South Park show. But do you remember that? Do you remember that, Smalls? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, we watched it. It was. I don't remember that. that. I mean, I this was probably an episode of South Park that's probably fifteen years old by now or something. But Satan is throwing himself a Halloween costume party, you know, and people are coming in with all these offensive costumes, and and because of the nature of South Park, they make these shows like within a week. They were able to have like someone show up in a Steve Irwin costume the like the week he died, you know, mm-hmm. like it was still fresh in everyone's mind. And Satan is at the door of his own <laughs> costume party. And he's like, Oh, like he's approving all these other like horrific costumes. You know, they all come into his party cause he's mm-hmm. Satan. And then that one shows up and he's like, Oh, it's too soon, man. It's too soon. You know? And then Steve mm-hmm. Irwin's like, no, wait, I'm not, I, it's me. I, it's actually me. Uh, you know, can I come in? And then Satan's like, yeah, sorry, you know, no costume, you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like too 
rapid fire jokes that are hilarious but tasteless. Yeah, that's almost too and much to absorb. It is. <laughs> it is. And, and, but but at the same time, it's Satan. So you're like, okay, well, I guess you know. Oh, if you're that writing, was the uh, Australian. You're running dude. for Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can get away with that. Yeah, that's that was. And see, the thing is, that almost seems quaint by today's standards. Right. It seems so edgy then. Yeah, well, but it did. Well, Steve Irwin was kind of a well-loved guy. Oh, yeah, yeah he oh, was. Yeah. That's the thing. The joke wasn't at his expense or anything. No one. Yeah. It was just. That's how they got away with it. They they probably, they skirt the line pretty well, those guys. Yeah. I mean, they, they say some really offensive stuff, but it's. It's it's on the level still. Like any level-headed rational person is going to be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, if they were offensive <laughs> to the degree that it was like it really pissed everybody off, they wouldn't still have a show. They wouldn't have a show for twenty years or how, however long it's been. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I guess not. not. Jeez, yeah, they've been doing their things forever. Yeah. I mean, I remember in high school we watched the whole Jesus versus Santa. Like the bootleg thing before they had a show, and they're like, "Those guys are getting a show. Like, what? How are they gonna make a? Sh- How are they gonna like do like five episodes based on that goofy skit? And now here they are, yeah, twenty seasons later. Like, are they still making good. South Park shows? The actual show? I think, yeah, I think so. Wow, I think so too. But I wouldn't know. I I haven't seen one in probably like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they, they I, were cool. I remember they were really cool back in college, and it was like that's yeah. what everybody was talking about and watching. But yeah. then, I mean, I, I think they're still tired just of as it, good. Honestly, yeah. What about you guys? Yeah. Do you guys still no. think that's a good show? I still think it's a good show, but I'll be honest, I don't watch it. Yeah, it's a good show that you don't want to watch that much because it's kind of like you've seen yeah. the whole spiel. Well, I guess yeah. I, I. Well, no, I think I'm just. I just have stopped watching that type of show. I just I don't think, think that like. Go ahead, I don't know. I, 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 well, yeah, I, I think it's still good, and I think I would still watch it if I was the same age that I was when I was watching it. So you like that it's still there, but you don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. so I and, think I feel and, the same way. And if, I, if I was like, yeah. If my like age was like screwed up, if I was born five years later or whatever, I would still be watching it, and then I would stop at the same time, probably. Well, I but think... I don't think like it's a like indictment of their quality of the show or whatever. I think they're still good. Like I started watching it when I was sixteen. It is weird. Sometimes we talk like this whole podcast is just really weird sometimes because we talk about stuff like that happened ten or fifteen years ago. That's <laughs> yeah. what we do. What's weird is Basically, that. Yeah. All the um, cool stuff happened to us then. Yeah, but, I'm just remembering it. Yeah, and our maturity level is different than it was before. Like some of the stuff is that, it? well, I, <laughs> well, I mean, is it? Well, I mean, it's not necessarily, it? but we. I don't know. I think we is know. It? Maybe we know more than we did. And is that makes? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. We might know more. But we saw the maturity level. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's <laughs> yeah. things that I thought were really funny when I was younger, but I don't think they're funny now. And I think that maybe it's it might be a similar thing. Like I remember yeah, our I was lens, watching... our worldly lens has changed. So I don't know. Maybe that's mm. not maturity, but I. Is it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. 
Wanna... worldly lens is a shame. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, so th- it's one of those things I mean, like uh... <laughs> our perspective has changed. We've taken yeah, a few steps I... back, but we're looking yeah. at the same thing. I think you're right on that. I yeah, my perspective has definitely changed. Whether that's maturity or not, you know, that's it might not yeah. be maturity. It's just like a different perspective, exactly. like further away. I don't even know if it's better or worse. Yeah. Yeah, it might not be. It's not as as close of a look. You're further away, yeah. and yet you see it from a different. Pers- it's like different. It's. It really looks different when you're slightly yeah a couple steps back. Well, I just and say, it might not look better. Just to apply it to like entertainment. Like, there's certain things that I probably thought were really funny. Well, like, South Park is a perfect example of this. Like, I, or... Oh, like, MASH or Hogan's Heroes. Well, I don't know. Some <laughs> stuff, I I don't know. Or The Simpsons, or Saturday Night, Night Live. Like, here's... Here, okay. Like, The Simpsons, I haven't watched The Simpsons regularly in probably, I don't know, at least 10 years. Like, I haven't watched yeah, a new dude. episode of Simpsons. But I remember when I was a kid, like, I remember when it came on and I was a teenager, I thought it was awesome. But mm-hmm. then I got to a certain point where I'm just like, oh, this is it, and it's awesome. But that doesn't mean that the quality of argue, show is less. It just means I that... I argue that The Simpsons has changed. I've rewatched the first couple of seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's way better than it was before. I think. Just Wait, because what? it was less fantastical. It like, was better if you, if you before than and... it is now? Is that what you're saying? Yes. But yeah, are you just you being and old first... and saying that no. No, you're, no, you're no. just feeling nostalgic? You're like, oh, yeah, this is way better because I watched it when I was 16? No, I, I don't think so, actually. I think it, it was actually a better show. There was less, like, it was more about, like, I don't know, the relationship of the Simpsons, of the family, of, of like Marge and, and Bart and Lisa and, and Maggie, like, or not so much Maggie, but, um, like it was like, it was like family drama and kind of like school drama. It was like things that happened to people in real life and how they dealt with them. And the Simpsons were kind of like a real family in a weird way. And there was less like, you know, Homer, like, you know, I don't know, flies to space or be a buys, you know, Oh shit, man! I haven't, even, I haven't watched it for so long. I don't even. I remember he went to space. That was the direction that they were taking it. Yeah the the first the first couple of seasons these were kind of like things that actual families were dealing with, and it was a little edgy at the time or whatever. But yeah, it wasn't like ridiculousness. Like like it seemed like like Homer and everyone else they they, they were trying to pull together as a family, and they were just trying to like they were dealing with stuff that most people dealt with. Was it kind of like married with children, like yeah? Style? It was a little more married with children. Again, before they went totally crazy too. Yeah. Like the first two seasons of Married with Children, the first two seasons of The Simpsons or so are very similar in that they're dealing with things that people relate with: their jobs, school, you know, uh, kids, everything, like relationships, normal stuff. And then I think they just eventually ran out of stuff, and the writers just had to go crazy, and then. Yeah. And then you're off into like Nowheresville, which is still funny because the Simpsons obviously are like on their 28th season, or <laughs> so people still like it. But I think it, I think it does. Like honestly, Holwick, and I'm, I don't think it's me maturing because I was too young to appreciate that. I think when when it was aired initially, because how old was I then? I don't know, ten, yeah, twelve, fourteen, something. I don't know. I think if you watch the first couple episodes of The Simpsons or uh, first couple seasons of The Simpsons, I think I think you'll agree with me. But I don't know. 
Well, yeah, okay. That's interesting. I mean, you, you might be right. I mean, I'm not going to say that you're absolutely right, but I'm not going to say you're wrong either because I haven't watched. I haven't <laughs> I'm watched. I'm going to say that you're episode. absolutely right, Smalls. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> but I'm not. But <laughs> I. Like, but I, I yeah. dude, I understand. Like, I could totally see see what you're talking about, and mm-hmm. maybe you're right. Maybe I haven't changed. The Simpsons has changed, but I think that <laughs> there's got to be some things where. I can't watch it the same way and enjoy it the same way I did before. There's some things where I feel Mm. nostalgic about it and I'll be like, Oh yeah, I like watching this particular movie or this particular show, but there's other things where I don't feel like I get that same kind of a buzz from it. When Mike Myers and Dana Carvey and uh, Adam Sandler were on Saturday night live, I don't know whether I really liked the show then because that was like, the like mm. my prime like i liked those actors like i could still like watch clips of wayne's world or that's a good point dude. or like yeah. um adam sandler doing red hooded sweatshirt like mm. i could still like try and youtube that and go back and be like oh yeah i remember that that was really funny at the time i still think it's funny i feel nostalgic about it and yeah. you know or that's a good point i think like, like picking up what season of saturday night live you started liking so yeah because yeah. they're all kind of similar. You could also equate this with like the music video. <laughs> <laughs>